What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure, but what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. All right, you guys. This is a different setup. Yeah, we're in a different space right now. A different vibe. We got a lot of people at this table. Yeah, so this is um, doing something a little different. We're having more of an intimate conversation with women and men, Mm -hmm. some of our friends, um, people that we respect, men that we love and respect. You guys know Brie has been on the podcast before, but we are going to have kind of like an off script conversation about vulnerability. Yeah. Um, And I think it's something that we as black men and women don't have enough. So this is, there's nothing formal. This is it. We're just going to have a conversation. We're having a conversation. We have Tony Gaskins. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. We have David Shans. Thank you for being here. Alex, good energy. You guys have seen Alex on the pod. And Tony on the pod, too. Yeah, and Tony on the pod. From the A, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, y'all, I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. Welcome to the Know For Sure podcast. Y'all, we have had a long day already. We have actually been here for a couple hours. So, we're going to get right into the Yeah, I think we're ready. Does Um, everyone know why they're here? Like, we, everybody knows what we're here to talk about, right? I got an idea through kind of like just being here and kind of talking about it. I had no idea, though, before. No I idea yeah. what you were walking into. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know either. Oh, okay. Good. So, yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Well, we're going to talk about vulnerability. Megan, do you have the definition? I can pull it okay. up. I don't Jay, have it on maybe here. Maybe Jay can send it. The definition you of got vulnerability. It? We are about to read this definition. and um, Yeah, I was... Um, we were talking about the fact that we wanted to talk about vulnerability. And I was like, I wonder why we're all so apprehensive and about vulnerability. Be and then I looked up the definition. I was like, oh, well, duh. She was like, well, let me Google the definition. Y'all, this definition is like, okay. well, yeah, this is why we're scared. <laughs> this is the definition of vulnerability. Of vulnerability the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. That is the definition of vulnerability. That makes complete. When I think about what vulnerability is, as I knew about what we were doing, and yeah. when I was doing my makeup and my hair, I'm like, why do I have a problem with being vulnerable? Vulnerable, and it was literally for that reason. Yeah, I was like, because I feel like what I'm, I'm rele- releasing control of the perception that you have of me. Mm. So if I give you all of my honesty, transparency, and truth in the ugly, then now you have the right to judge me. You can use it against me. And so that's my biggest fear when it comes to being vulnerable. And I didn't even know that was a definition. So I'm a scholar. You you just trust that no one's going to attack you? Like, I'm trying to understand the benefits of being vulnerable. Okay, so we talked about this off camera. David actually has a problem. Come on, let's not point. I'm going to attack that right but, but we're going to talk about that. But before we get there, yes, I okay. want your guys' verbal consent that you are willing to be vulnerable on this podcast. I need a verbal. Ooh, verbal. After you heard that yeah. definition, fellas, Do I need a verbal. Have your cons- Do we uh, have your consent? Do we have my consent? I, honestly, I don't know if I have the tools to be as vulnerable as you'd like. Okay. I'll do my very best. I love maybe that. you will after. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Alex. I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. 
Okay. So we have your consent? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely. We have your consent. And before we get to it. Yeah, so we had you we had each of the uh the fellows write down vulnerability is and it was blank and we had each of them write it down. So we're gonna read these and then if it's if we pulled yours then you can kinda elaborate. Okay. So the first one is vulnerability is accepting my truth. Which guy do we think yeah, that is? That was yours? Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, Alex. So what does that mean for you accepting your truth? I think that that's something that's not easy for a lot of people um, to, you know, look yourself in the mirror and accept and even identify some things that you might need to work on, mm -hmm. um, some things that you might have been procrastinating on, and like literally like accepting it and even making it public. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We live in this world where everything is just so doctored up and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Facade, yeah. And um so when I when I hear that word vulnerability, that's what I that's what I think about. Just like yeah, really being real with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do, okay. You, just to follow up on that, do you feel like it's easy for you to be vulnerable with yourself? Like is that still a struggle? It, I know it's one thing to be vulnerable with other people, but like when you say look at yourself in the mirror, like, do you have those moments where it's, it's, like, hard to accept those truths? I think it's harder to accept it for yourself than even other people. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. have to do it with yourself first yeah. before you can even be honest with other people. Yeah, you, you got to gotta live with that. You got to live with yourself. With, yeah. You in your own brain. You got to, like, live with that. So when you say accept, it's different from acknowledging. Mm-hmm. So acknowledging is, like, because I, I feel like we all know our truth. But have you accepted it means mm -hmm. like I'm okay with it. Sometimes you don't though. You never Sometimes get to you're that. not aware. You have the, to become aware of it before you can like Right. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think it's two parts to that. Like what you have to do with yourself before others. First you have to be aware. Mm -hmm. Then you have to accept it. Like you saying that that's a real major mm -hmm. step. Because if you can't accept it, then mm -hmm. you can't even share it with others. Or you can't even fix it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a, a step further back. I feel like you have to before you can even acknowledge and accept it, you have to be willing to see whatever you see. Like I have to be willing to ex like to even actually have a mind to be open to see that I might see something I didn't expect to see, Want to something see. I don't like to see, something that maybe I was blinded. Like I, you have to have the mentality to even go into the mirror being like, I'm open to seeing whatever is Whatever the me. truth is. Even if I don't like it. Even, and I think that that's the scariest thing is to look at yourself in the mirror and finally see something that you never saw before that might have been there the whole time. Can you give me an example? Like, I've had to address loneliness and codependency. Hmm. Like, I had to address, just address that. Like, what that, like, accepting those truths yeah. that that's a struggle for you Got it. but but thinking it's hard because i thought i've always i've always been strong and independent so like i can handle this i can do this i can, I can do it i'm but fine but then when you were put in root. position where it was like can you was the answer no i can't the answer wasn't no i can't but it was facing the truth of you never had to do it on your own facts now you're doing like now like you you never had to face it cuz you never had 
you were never in a position to have to face it. Yeah. Okay. Now that mirror is there. It's always been there, but you weren't in a position for that to have to yeah. be yeah. a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And now it's a thing. Got it. Okay. So it's like, it's like I had to go into looking at the mirror, knowing that I may not see something. Do you know what I mean? Before mm -hmm. I can even accept it, before mm -hmm. I can acknowledge it, I have to go in saying that I may not be as great as I think I am. Yeah. Well, I think that's the graceful way to go into it, but sometimes you don't even get the opportunity to choose that mirror. Like, to be like, okay, I'm open to mm -hmm. seeing this. Sometimes that mirror it just hits you in right yeah, in the yeah, face yeah. and it's, it's like, yeah. okay. But do you think it hits you because you've avoided them? For sure. Or you're in a different season. Yeah. yeah, you're in a different, you have avoided yeah. it and now you're in a season where you can't. Because I dealt with that with confidence. I've always been confident. In one season I walked into, I was like, I'm actually not confident anymore. Mm -hmm. In this season, I am not confident in this season. Mm -hmm. I've been confident in every season. That The mirror hit me. Yeah, I didn't go looking for it. I was mm -hmm. like, I actually am not confident. Right, so you didn't sit down with the openness to no. be like, I'm be open. Same yeah. thing with no. me. When, like I was telling you off camera, I in this season, being in a relationship, I realized I, I always knew like, oh yeah, I didn't grow up with the father. But I didn't realize because of that, I've never been disciplined by a man. I've never been corrected by a man. I've never had to cater to a man. So it was like, I wasn't open to seeing how I lacked. It made me feel insecure. Like, dang, I thought I was this good woman. And it's like, yeah, on paper, until you have to deal with the things that you lack. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So right. it was like, wow, just that, that mirror. I didn't choose to be like, I'm going to be open to... It would just hit me. Yeah. You know, so I think yeah. sometimes we are open and then sometimes God, life, season, mm -hmm. force yeah. you mm -hmm. to be like, look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's do the next one. Okay. Vulnerability is dangerous. David. <laughs> That's David for sure. That's not like David. Is that a bad answer? I think based off oh, definition. He said it's a real answer. It's a definition. It's a real answer. So could you elaborate on that? I mean... If the definition is opening yourself for an attack, mm -hmm. why would you ever do that? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, why would you ever open yourself to be attacked? It's like the question, like, why would you open yourself up to love if, you know, your heart could get broken? But what if the opposite happens? Mm -hmm. That's why you open I, it up. I think opening yourself up to be loved is different because you still don't have to be attacked. Like, it's like, yo, if, if we love each other, I'm opening myself up to be loved. It's just the possibility, though. Vulnerability is the possibility of right. being attacked. But, so, um, so let's say, for instance, I get into a relationship and that person uh, doesn't love me or they hurt my, they, mm -hmm. they break my heart. Mm -hmm. Well, I decided to get, the, get in a relationship with them, but consciously saying I'm going to be vulnerable and open that's a decision on me mm -hmm. for someone to hurt me if you yeah. try to hurt me at least I didn't like open myself up to say okay I'm yeah. going to be vulnerable yeah. I'm going to give you my uh I don't know I, I wouldn't give somebody my deepest darkest secrets and I'm married so I I am as vulnerable as um as I can be right now but I do have an issue with I trust people to be people Mm -hmm. So if my best friend steals from me, I'm not that hurt because mm -hmm. that's what human beings do. Mm -hmm. So and maybe that I'm scarred from something mm -hmm. I don't I don't really remember, but I would ne I, I don't I don't see the value in opening myself to be vulnerable just for someone to see if they attack me or not. It doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. To me. Well, again, like like you said, it's a it's not like guaranteed that you will be attacked, and mm -hmm. there's like a sense of like a superpower, like it's so so many pros 
that I think that the definition negates, mm -hmm. you know, to being vulnerable. So like your vulnerability, let's say in your marriage, can give your wife the power and the strength to be more vulnerable or even the power and the strength to love you better because she knows your soft spots, yeah. if that makes sense. I what feel like it? it's Maybe a level of intimacy too. Yeah. And I feel like when you are in a certain level of intimacy, your ability to be vulnerable, because we're vulnerable about the things that like are the heaviest to us, right? So when you're vulnerable and you open yourself up and you find safety in a person that you want to build deep intimacy with, then it helps carry the burden of the vulnerability. Like, like I'm sharing this with you so I don't have to carry this alone. I see. I see. And that's but, a level of intimacy that I think that true love requires. Yeah. And it's like, and yes, you are you are a human. So I'm opening up a possibility of that regardless because you're a human. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course, there's a possibility. Like, you're possible. You're capable of anything because you're human. Yeah. But if I'm saying I want a certain level of intimacy with you, then I have to be willing to risk that. The exposure of this because I need help carrying this for this level you. of intimacy. And yeah. I trust you. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to find like, that. You have to find that trust. You have to find that yeah. trust. And I think it's layers. Like, why did Samson tell Delilah, like, yo, my strings in my hair? Well, how does that benefit anybody right now? <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, uh -huh. so now I'm giving you the tools to hurt me. When I never had to give you the tools, our relationship would have been cool. It's yeah, but like, he didn't use wisdom in knowing who to give that to. Yeah, that wasn't he saying. didn't see wisdom. Yeah. yeah, I would yeah. never. I don't care who it is. Yeah. In what way does that serve our relationship? By me telling you, my strength is in my hair. Mm. Because now, once yeah. I tell you, if I'm the right person, right, then I hold high regard to that. I guard your your vulnerability. I I, I protect it. I protect it. So now That's you trust answer. me so much more with like anything and everything. Like you said, the level of intimacy and that bond is so much deeper because you know now I can trust you with the deepest, most vulnerable, darkest secrets in part of my life. And I know from your character. Because it's sacred yeah. to you. Yes. And now you have someone looking out for you and making sure that nobody's cutting your hair. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like now, now you have What's somebody. Yeah. When you seek when you seek wisdom and you ask God, okay, God, like give me, show me the people that I can place my vulnerability in. Yeah. Mm. Because that's a help to you. Mm -hmm. That's someone helping you carry the burden. We cannot carry things the, on our the, own. We can't carry it on our own. Yeah. You as a black man can't carry it all on your own. You can't carry it on your own. You can't carry you can't carry it. You mm -hmm. can't carry it. I can't carry it on my own. It's not good for man to be alone, God said. We cannot do it on our own, but you have to have wisdom to know where to place that vulnerability because that's that's the level of intimacy that love really requires. Yeah. I can't say that I love you and I don't give you my vulnerability. But I think even it's stages, right? So I think, just not even on purpose, but we've been married five years. When we're married 15 years, there's probably some things that I'll, I'll release because mm. now it's, it's not me being vulnerable for vulnerability's sake. It's like, oh, well, I've learned over 15 years these little bit of things, these little things that I've told you and trusted that you. I can, I can trust, trust you. you here. I can trust you here. So I, I'm not a big component of, let me just give you all of me because mm. I feel like we're going to get married today mm. or we're going to get married one day. You I'm not build giving trust. you everything. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's smart. That. Yeah. Tony, come on, man. You, well, you, 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 no, no. Tony, like, he's like, you're the relationship coach. Come actually, me out here, brother. No. <laughs> no, I respect that. I love the perspective. I like that. Okay. Because it is dangerous. Yeah. But I feel like we have to look at the word 
And you can read mine because I knew the definition of vulnerability because I've explored that and, you know, sat with it and dealt with it. And so I knew that it meant being open to attack. Mm. <clears throat> but at the same time, we have to realize the origin of a word. So that word was written in war. It was written from the perspective of war. Wow. It wasn't written from the perspective of love. Mm. So had the author of the word been in love, vulnerability would have meant something different. Ooh, and so that's good. So you just looking at it as a negative thing. Like, Yo, good. we're vulnerable here. We yeah. need to close that up. Instead oh, of yeah. the opportunity to be protected, right. the opportunity to be welcome, or the yeah. opportunity to be loved yeah. unconditionally. Because this, because the definition still applies. Yeah, but it's just not showing the other from side a different lens. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's good. And Tony's definition or a response was being open to love and be loved. Mm. Yeah, because that's what it is. And that's why I would say the definition means if you were relating it to love, mm -hmm. because like they say, all is fair in love and war. Mm -hmm. So inside of a relationship, you may not have love, but we equate a relationship to love. And in a relationship, you get hurt. Mm -hmm. And when you get hurt, the person who hurt you is not operating from love. Mm -hmm. So love and relationship is not synonymous, mm -hmm. but we equate them as if they are. They can be, but I had to realize that sometimes I'm too vulnerable because if you're too vulnerable, you bleed on people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. you also have to do the you know, the homework and see where that comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, it comes from my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, she's very open and transparent. You talk to her for one hour, you know everything. You don't know everything. Yeah. But that also comes from unhealed trauma. So now everybody becomes like your therapist. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's a fine line. Yeah. Mm. I think the thing that I love about your response is like to love and be loved is that love is really a decision and a choice. And when you open yourself up, like everybody's love languages is different, right? So say like you open yourself up to your wife to be vulnerable and then like you're vulnerable and then her response is something that you weren't expecting. So that could hurt you, even though her full intent not to wasn't yeah. to hurt you. Yeah. It just wasn't a response that you may have, have preferred or wanted, right? So you're opening yourself, like that's the risk of being hurt, right? But the opportunity is love isn't conditional. It shouldn't be conditional and it shouldn't be based off of the other person's response. So it opens that opportunity for you to still love even though you got a response that hurt you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. still making, it's just the opportunity to strengthen love, I think vulnerability is. And that's why I wrote it because I think most of us are conditioned to love, but very few people know how to receive love. Mm -hmm. Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning 
even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing firsthand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. So if you notice when you give somebody a compliment, they put their head down, oh, no, I don't. No, I'm not Versus here. looking you in the eye and say, thank you. I appreciate mm, that. Wow, yeah. And so that's when my life shifted when I learned that it's one thing to love somebody, but it's a whole nother feeling to allow someone to love you. And in essence, all men are vulnerable. That's how, if you're in the streets, so many guys get set up to be killed mm -hmm. because their woman knows where their stash is. Mm -hmm. They know where the money is. Mm -hmm. Somebody so, knows. So it's in essence, yeah. like he has an amazing podcast. If he tells his wife in the first year, the secret sauce to my podcast being so successful 
is my relatability and people respect my character. Mm -hmm. Well, if he cheats on her and she now knows he's successful because he's respected, mm -hmm. now she becomes Delilah mm -hmm. and cuts off a stream of income and ruins his whole life. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we, we compare apples to oranges because we're thinking about Samson and Delilah, but for us, our Samson may be our work. Mm. Like our strength is not our hair, it may be our business. Mm. And our woman knows that from the first month. You can see it, yeah. 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 If you're paying attention to your man, you know his strong suits, yeah. his weaknesses, whether yeah. he points it out or not, but you might not know. I think, and as the relationship grows, you do learn what ticks him off or what could really set him off to yeah. the edge. The more you pay attention, yeah. that's love. I think you, you are attentive to what it is that you love. Mm -hmm. Have any of y'all ever been vulnerable with a woman and it not turned out the way, like it was dangerous opposed to being welcoming and loving? Yes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, like yeah. 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 Alex is so sweet. And Alex, <laughs> Alex yeah. said, yes. <laughs> Which camera is mine? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That is why yeah. I am here. What okay, tell us about it. He's like, well, you can say all the detail if you don't want to, but we would love some vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <sighs> okay. And do you feel like it put a guard up mm -hmm. now? You know, like it affected it affects you now. Yeah. So, you know, when I had never met my father 39 years, it was like an abandonment thing, I think, that I had. And you know, anybody that I've dealt with, especially on a dating level, that's something that you can't really hide. Like I never met my father before. You know what I'm saying? And I think that unconsciously it, it kind of created like not only abandonment issues, but even commitment issues, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that um, revealing that kind of left me open a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, yeah. He's like <laughs> revealing that. What happened to <laughs> He's in interview mode. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not being, you're not the interview of the day, brother. But what happened? Did she use that against you? Did she bring it up in an argument? Did Because I think that's important, Like, and we're, we're going to talk about that later, but black men being vulnerable mm. and black okay. women creating a safe space for them to do that and I not being the Delilah. You know what I mean? I think that there was times where if I wasn't um, being in that moment who she wanted me to be or if my actions weren't up to her liking in that moment, she would always throw, you need to meet your father. Mm. Or, Ooh, that's so mean. Wow. Weaponizing And that's it. the first time I ever said that. Wow. But I realized that that was kind of like, oh yeah, you, you got daddy issues. Mm. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's why I shouldn't have told you that. Or because yeah. of your humanity, like I'm gonna point, I'm gonna point your humanity to a problem. Like even if it had, maybe it does have something to do with your dad. But even if it say. didn't, but look, but check you know this out. I mean? But look, but look, look at the effect of it though. Now there's times now where I'm using it as a crutch. Mm -hmm. Where like if I do well, something, like, even, even if of... I'm wrong, I'm like I start blaming it on that as on well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it yeah. opened up that can. To where now I'm using Obelisky. it as a crutch. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yo, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's I feel what like made it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. yeah. Like it's either way, it's bad. Yeah. It's either it's either causing you not to take accountability and shifting blame yeah. to him, or it's just you, it's putting a 
every issue, I, I mean, yes, our issues come from how Somewhere, we grow up. Yeah. And there's a part of that. But it doesn't mean that, like, her, you didn't meet her standards meant that you have daddy issues because you didn't meet her standards. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or every little thing that she didn't like, it's because you got daddy. Like, yeah. that's not good either. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably not the only trauma you face in your childhood. It doesn't mean that that issue was from that trauma. Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't like when people weaponize a vulnerable moment yeah. or a vulnerable yeah. like something really vulnerable and weaponize it in an argument. Yeah. I think that it's that horrible. is one of the meanest things that yeah. you could ever do, and especially with us as women. I was just about like, to say we that. cannot you cannot do that, do that to each other yeah. to or men. to men. Yeah. Like that. Like, is, that's why your daddy don't crack. It's right. like, right. hold on. Jesus. Right. Jesus. I told you that. It's, it make you shut, it's gonna make you shut down. For sure. It's gonna make sure. you not share it with other yep. people in not, the future. Not trust you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's a it's a dangerous game. Like I see we had that word dangerous. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. a dangerous game. Yeah. Everybody does it. So everybody is vulnerable and everybody preys on vulnerability. Mm. But I think a lot of times we don't process that we're preying on vulnerability. Mm. So it's kind of like... Get, I was say, do an example. It's kind of like if you got a man and you know he's a spender because his heart is big. So you'll get on your phone and go on Instagram and Just start looking at shoes Ooh, and wee. purses and you, oh, I really love this. I really love this. And you know tomorrow mm. it's going to show up. So if you know somebody that is, they'll drop everything they're doing and come help you move. Wow. You'll make sure you get on the phone with them. Oh, what you doing? Well, I'm trying to move, getting ready to move. Oh, I'll come over there right mm -hmm. now. Versus just giving them the opportunity to show you that they're a good person mm -hmm. and saying, hey, will you come help me move? Wow. But that's being vulnerable. We float, that's being vulnerable. But we'll float it out there to prey on the vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And it's in subtle ways too. And we do it in business with like sales. Yeah. Like if you know us a certain time of year or you know us a certain oh, type yeah. of person Black Friday. and you selling a certain right, way. Two hours left. Yeah. Yeah. Six right. hours right. later. All right, y'all, I'm gonna extend it. <laughs> right. It's like you knew you was gonna extend it when you all said all two day. hours left. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. 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 So Ooh, we're we. all actively participating in, in some type of way. In Until you become intentional. Until you become intentional. That, so what I realize in business, what I would do is I would stick to what I would say. Like I'm on this guy's mailing list and he would do that. Hey, got a sale. And then at the end of the sale, he would say, extended. it's extended yep. for 24 more hours. Yep. And then at the end of that, he would say, it's extended 48 more hours. Yep. So he created scarcity and everybody responded to the scarcity, but then he played on that mm -hmm. and he extended it. Mm -hmm. So what I would do, if it closes at 11.59, I'll close it. That's it. And, that's and then when, 50 people right in, hey, sorry, you missed it's, it. That's it. I want you to know that I wasn't playing on you. It mm -hmm. really ends at 11.59, but I had to become aware that I was preying on vulnerability mm -hmm. in relationships. Wow. So I think that's something that if you flip it versus being the victim. Yeah. Because to be open to be attacked also means you're in position to attack. Mm -hmm. Because that means if you can attack me, that attack means me, I'm close enough to you. That I, that I can attack you, you too. I'm gonna protect yeah. myself. So it goes I both ways. Retaliate. Mm. Good stuff. Whew. Is anybody else? I know. Anybody? Also, no, no. Just being oh. vulnerable as a black woman too. Sometimes, even though you would naturally think women are supposed to be vulnerable, we are the emotional creatures. I think because of the society pressures that we're faced with, I feel like as a black woman, I've had to like suppress emotions, be super 
this one way all the time. Nobody ever sees me upset. Nobody ever sees me angry because I don't want to. I don't want my vulnerability to be weaponized in that way. Like, if, God forbid, I have a bad day. Yeah, then now, you're the angry black woman. Now you're the angry black woman, or now she's the emotional woman. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. now we can't mm-hmm. depend on her to show up and do her job because mm-hmm. she might have a bad day. Do you feel mm-hmm. like it makes you weak? Yes. Okay. Like to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and I can be vulnerable in close. Like, I don't even know if I can say I can be because I'm struggling like with mm-hmm. different levels of vulnerability. Yeah. But but I feel outside of my house and my close friends and family, it's harder. Mm-hmm. It's like I can control what I give you. And, and as long as that always stays the same, then this is what you know of me. And you have no room to change that perception. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in control. Of I'm in control see. of what you see. Mm-hmm. And the minute I relinquish the control, now I can't. I'm open to attack okay. or judgment. Yeah. I don't. Um, I think it's always like these these moments. Some people call it like pillow talking, where you're in a in a vibe with somebody. Like, Yo, I'm just gonna give you the key. I'll never give somebody the keys to kill me. Yeah. It, I don't care who it is, because again, I trust people to be people. But I think it's I, it's it's like these little moments where you're feeling safe with this person, um, and maybe that's a challenge that I've always had, but. I've never felt safe with people. Ever. Ever. I feel I I feel safe with my daughter because she loves me regardless. Yeah. Like there's no reason that she loves me. She just loves me because she loves me. Mm. If you date somebody, your wife loves you for a reason. Like there was some qualities that you had and your wife said, yo, I like those qualities and I feel could continue to give me these qualities, so we're gonna get married, right? But guess what? Actually your daughter does love you for a reason. Because, and how old is she? Two. She two. I was about to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> he took his jacket off. Is that his jacket off? 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 Is that his but what I, didn't I say what, that first? No, 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 no. Hey, honey, I didn't say no. he talked. No. I don't know. I don't agree. No, no. But but it's because of that same reason. It's because a daughter comes from us and there's no motive, and she didn't ask to be here. But at the same time, she loves her father because he is her provider, her protector. And what you'll notice is what you're gonna see later is that your daughter will also play on you the same way a woman in the world will play on you. Daddy, I need a car. Daddy, I need a diamond Cuban chain. That's a fact. Daddy, I need this. And literally will have you Over on fruit will have you on skid row mm. and have you taking care of her kids, have you picking them up, dropping them off, and you losing your mind and you like, hold on, now this is my daughter. But she's not at that age yet. But even when you think about it, Watch your two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Watch how she. I'll see you playing me all the time. You see what I mean? <laughs> but you don't equate it to that because you love right. her. Yeah. You're gonna protect right. her. You're she's gonna provide baby. her. And you think she's innocent. Yeah. yeah, and she's loving you, like you said, because you're giving her that consistency of yeah. knowing you're gonna be home every night, knowing she can depend on you, yeah. knowing you'll be there to change a diaper. Like she's used to that. Because if you weren't doing that, she wouldn't just naturally still love you. Yeah. It's a lot of women who have fathers that know yeah. their fathers that don't love them, just because sure. they weren't that figure that they needed. Yeah, but I mean, the the reason I think it's different is, one, 
Like when I'm in, the, when I come in the house, she runs to me arms every time. No like matter it's what. Not, yes, it's not because I have something for her. Mm. It's literally unconditional love. And when I spank her, she'll still like she'll still like mm. hug me and get closer because she just loves her dad. Mm. Period. So in terms of it, and, and it's not like I I need to tell her my deepest darkest secrets. There's a different. I've never felt this way about anybody else in my in my life. Mm. But for other adults. I know how to um, like measure what I'm giving. Like I never give you something to kill me. Period. There's not these moments of pillow talk that I'm ever having with anyone mm -hmm. that says, mm. you know what? These are my secrets. These are why. You know what I mean? I was going to do that. Question, and maybe everybody can answer based off what you're saying right there, because you keep mentioning the human factor, right? How like you don't trust. Like it's hard to trust because people are going to be humans, right? Mm. Is there anybody that we 100 percent trust in our life right now that we're 100% vulnerable with? Is there anybody? I don't think that we trust ourselves I don't, 100%. Right. I, I don't think 100%. Yeah. Nobody? 100%? You yeah. still have those... 99%. Yeah. I trust my mom. Yeah. Okay. I know for a fact, no matter what, and because I've been through seasons yes. okay. and things with her, I know for a fact, no matter what, she's still going to love me. Yeah. She's she, Even if she disciplines me or chastises me or teaches, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm grown now, but mm -hmm. she might still enforce the the truth of the matter, but she's still going to love me. I'm mm -hmm. still, she. no matter how much I mess up, no matter how bad the mess up is, because mm -hmm. I've been there in a space yeah. where I thought no one would love me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she told me like no I, you're my child I'm always gonna love you so like you I fucked up yeah but you my but you so I I trust her to love me, to it. love me like that yeah. but other than that no yeah my mom oh. was the same way I mean yeah. she's uh, because I think the nature of that relationship like parent and child mm -hmm. it's not like we got together for a reason. Yeah. Everybody else that's in your life, mm -hmm. they liked something about mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Even your day mm -hmm. ones, your best yeah. friends, yeah. something there. Yeah. So my mom was that same. And I and I don't build trust. I'm the opposite. I give trust. And I let them mess it up. Yes. Which causes me to be more vulnerable. And like you said, I still have boundaries. Everybody don't know everything. Mm -hmm. But I trust very easily. Mm -hmm. And I get, you know, I've had issues with that. But I'm saying I give trust first. I don't build and let see your track record before I'm vulnerable. I'm I just am vulnerable. Yeah, and not all, all ways, all the time, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of the opposite. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm kind of upfront with a lot of people. Yeah. I have two people in my life. Uh, one is going to be shocking, but one is my mom for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like point, point one up under 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trusting my mother, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I've seen her not change at all from before I became who I am today versus who I was. My mother would love if I moved back home right now. Thanks. That would be like her, her dream. <laughs> her dream for me to move back and stay in that that room again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um my and my dog. I was gonna say that. <laughs> my so, dog. You see how he he, he for literally sure. he didn't even he he like had to find me just now. He they walked him just now and he was like, no, where's Alex at? He came to came find all me the way now. to the window. That dude right there, Richie. <laughs> That dude is—he loves me. Yeah, a <laughs> dirty draw. I was gonna say that when when David mentioned like how his daughter runs up to him every single day, it's like yeah, until one day when she's a teenager and you make her mad. That's gonna change. Yeah, yeah one day and y'all and y'all yeah. might go through a season of not liking each other. 
So like me and my mom, and we're very open about it. We went through this almost 10 years of not liking each other wow. at all, but she never wavered in her love for me mm. and her response. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's why I know I can trust because I know that you're going to love me even when you don't but like is, me. But isn't that unconditional love? Yeah. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We, we experience it. You experience it with your mother. You saying you're experiencing it with your daughter. You said you experienced it with your so mom. So more parenthood, mother, but daughter. Or we mother. are experiencing unconditional love, but we refuse to, to give, give it. Mm-hmm. But we're exper- we're saying we experience it. You're saying I experience it. My daughter loves me unconditionally. My, mo- my mom loves me unconditionally no matter how many times I've effed up. My mom would love if I moved into the house right now. So we're experiencing, yet we're choosing not to do it. Well, in other relationships, because no, all a, those are. But he's saying same. I don't, I don't, I've never experienced anything like this, but with my daughter, and right. you're married. And I, I would say the exception would be my mom. So I love my mom. But I'm saying they're all saying the exact same thing. They've only experienced it with their parents. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying he's not even opening up himself to experience it with his wife. Mm-hmm. I, and it's I, existence. It's levels. showing that you can be that right. because you're experiencing it. You're experiencing it with two other black women but you're not giving that opportunity to your wife because you see her as human. You see her the way you see everyone else and not see her as something that was chosen for you. Well, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true entirely because do I trust her more than I trust uh, one of my associates or do I trust her more than I trust my employees? Of course. Yeah, I'm but, not there, but there's levels. You view them. No, no, no there, I'm, I'm saying there's, there's levels, right? So um, I can't, that's why when people say, hey, you just need to be more vulnerable, I don't agree with it because it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. It depends on the level of vulnerability. I think I give everybody a level of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. When my assistant started working for me, I'm like, yo, here's my passcodes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Did I give her my social security number? Did I give her like my the 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 like the keys and the security code? Of course not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did I get I gave my wife uh like we have a couple companies that's kind of layered. And she has a percentage in each company. Do I trust her to do that? Of course. Did I give her 51%? No. Mm-hmm. There's, I'm just saying there's levels mm-hmm. to vulnerability. And there are a lot of people that are going off the advice of, you need to be more vulnerable. And you've been with this guy for six months. And people are telling you, you need to be more vulnerable. And you become more vulnerable and you get hurt. And yeah. it's not time for that. Yeah. yeah I, don't think, I don't think yeah. you should be vulnerable with someone just because they have a title in your life. Do you know what I, I agree. mean? I think that there has to be a certain level of wisdom that is sought out yes. to say, who do I, who can who I trust? Because like for me, I don't naturally trust anybody mm. ever because I believe that people are human. I know, mm. I know what you're capable of. You're mm. capable of anything. You're yeah. a human. Mm-hmm. So if naturally I don't trust anybody, but oh, I, sorry. I got to a place where it was becoming toxic to say that like, I don't trust anybody when I felt like for me, God was like, well, when did I ever ask you to? Mm. When have I ever told you in my word to trust anyone? Yeah, It says, put all your trust and faith in me. And then by that, by me being guided by him, then I know he leads me who to trust. There, go put your vulnerability there. Yeah. Go put your vulnerability there. But it's making me seek him first yeah. so that I can know where to place my vulnerability. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's not, And it's not a sense of like, Oh, a title. She's your wife, so she deserves your vulnerability. I don't think you should have a wife that you don't feel like you can be vulnerable with. Yeah. Like in my I was mind, say, wouldn't you do have to earn that vulnerability first to become the wife? Yeah, that's right? not. That's but he's yeah, saying, 100%. yeah, he but has even, the highest level. But even so, that first he, year, are y'all saying the first year that you're married to somebody, 
they should you should be 100% vulnerable of course not I, I thought, do I thought I'm really? not married so I don't know never been married but I thought that I'm not been vulnerable my boyfriend right where I'm at <laughs> single <laughs> they know all my secrets I'm like if you say this, on, this on the saying, if you would have sought God out about what information to tell the this boyfriend, yeah, you yeah. probably wouldn't have done it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. like we're not. I, for me, I've been divorced, so I feel like I know more about marriage than people that maybe are still married mm. because I know the cost of it, mm. and. I would never, for me, would never get married to anyone that I could not put my full vulnerability in. Full? Because I'm saying I want this to be a lifetime commitment. I want to. So, so the so the same vulnerability as your like as your mom, you you're gonna share that with your husband when you when you get married. Uh, Probably more. Yes, yes. I feel like I should. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's a different. Most men never fall in love. Mm. Most men never allow themselves to love. Now I agree with you. Like I don't uh, agree with prenups. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, did you get a prenup? No, I don't I agree either. with prenups. You I don't agree with <laughs> you know. Oh, you're not vulnerable. Be vulnerable, bro. Yeah, and, and he should, but I believe you should be completely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also have to know that even if you get hurt, there's healing. Mm-hmm. And what is our definition of completely vulnerable? That's like because to him, he's like, this is the highest level of. For us, is it like, you know, all my deepest, darkest secrets? What is the definition of complete? There's nothing that you don't know about me. I think that that depends on what you view. Like, if we're talking about marriage. So at, from the Ruta to the Tuta, you know everything about me. There's nothing anybody could tell you no, about. I don't think right. that's vulnerability because I'm, I'm constantly, and as long as I'm alive, going to be learning things about myself or don't know or realizing things about myself. I think the vulnerability is I trust you to share things that I would never share with other people. So it might not but be. I'm saying everything. It's not everything because I don't what, know that's everything. That's what he's saying. Yeah. I feel like I'm giving you enough, not enough, but I, I'm trusting you with things that I, I'm more vulnerable with you than I am with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, do do I do they need to know like what I wore in my fourth grade picture? Or right. Not? Yeah. But do you need to know that like I was sexually assaulted? Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to know that. Mm-hmm. That's a vulnerable thing I, to say. I, I agree. You need to know that, or do you need to know that my credit score is, or what my relationship with money is? That's vulnerable, but you need to know you're my husband. Mm-hmm. You got to know that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I've ever, um, I, ne- I never had a thought <clears throat> and said, I'm not going to tell my wife this. I've never had that thought. Right. But I've never like sat down and thought, okay, what are all the things that I can tell her that I was. No, you know, no, I don't think it's that. Right. But if something comes up, are you free to share that with her? Does it feel like if you, if you were like. Scared like, about something or anxious. You said I get anxious sometimes. Yeah. You're like I get anxious sometimes. Yeah. When you get anxious, do you open up and tell her that? Like I'm feeling anxious right now. Uh, no, but not because like I'm trying to hide something from her. It's just, no, it's not about how, hiding. That's how I handle my stuff. I just handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As women, would y'all get tired of your man if he came to you every day with his stress and his worries and his fears, and like put it on you and depended on you to like you know, rub his head and Every speak day. life. Yeah. Yeah. I would get annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 every and, day. And, and, and when I say every day, I don't mean literally, but I mean there may be a season to where mm-hmm. you're going yeah. through for 30 yeah. days. And that, that right. I'm okay with. If I, but there has to be like, you've shown throughout the history of our relationship 
that you can be down for a, a season, but back. you know how to, you, at least you're taking the steps that are necessary to get yourself in a better play, position so that you can continue to lead our family. Mm -hmm. But if you're not putting yourself in that position to lead our family, then no, yes, that's going to be annoying to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want a man like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that for women, it's different. And then we, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that marriage requires a different level of vulnerability from women because as your wife, now you are responsible for me in mm -hmm. kind of like every kind of way. Spiritually. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it might not require the man to be as vulnerable because, and I hate to say it like this, but it will, men might feel like it was all going to fall back on me anyway. So if I have to fix it, why share it with you for me to didn't have to fix yeah. for it to be back on me. Mm -hmm. But as a woman, you're sharing with your man because he is going to yeah. help you fix it or he's responsible for you like he takes on i have to share my credit score because now he's financially responsible mm -hmm. for me he needs to know these things i have to share my sexual past because now he's sexually you know what i mean he's responsible yeah. for this and i think that women we should take on a level of responsibility more to alleviate men feeling that pressure, pressure. yeah yeah i want to take it up another notch so we got two married people and then we're not married right mm -hmm. so we're talking about vulnerability what do y'all feel about the whole, a guy should always like you more than you like him in the dating stage? Like, do you believe in the fact that if you reveal too quick that you're like head over heels for the guy before mm -hmm. he actually gets there, mm -hmm. that that can hurt that relationship? Guys Absolutely. that have always liked me more than I liked them have always protected my heart. Facts. Always. <laughs> the guys that I like more, Shit, I don't like. <laughs> the guys that have always liked me and respected me and loved me more than I like them have mm -hmm. always protected my heart. All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com totality. Start Ritual or add a Central for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you ask everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kids' school, it's close to your house. It's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. 
everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you searched all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app taps. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com totality. ZocDoc.com totality. All right, guys, back to the show. So now that you know that, do you find that now you you try to like hide the fact that you might be more in with them than they are with you? Like, like has that developed like some type of defense mechanism because of the fact that you know what it what happens if it's the if, if it's imbalanced? I think I take more time now, like more wisdom now. I'm not just like oh I like this. It used to be like I like this boy date one. This is my husband. <laughs> what? This is my man. Like yeah. the energy, the vibes. No, relax. We ain't relax. going off energy and vibes. <laughs> Let's relax. You know. So now I'm more wise and I. I am like slow to being like, I like him. Yeah. Mm, you had fun. Yeah. Right. You actually don't like his character. You're infatuated. That's, and a yeah. lot of times, and yeah. you know, what, what I had learned the same thing is like, you did you really like his vibe or energy or did you go, oh, because you liked him so much, you overcompensated mm-hmm. for the vibe and the energy. So you really liked yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you liked you. The fact that you had on him. him. Exactly. Yes. So, so you that's why, yes. as a yes. woman, it's important to, like you said, scale that back sometimes and just be more reasonable yeah. realistic yeah and i think yeah. women too we kind of reserve ourselves from saying how we feel because women are naturally intuitive so we kind of just know ourselves and know what we like kind of quickly and then too it's like if you are the guy like for me i want you to lead that like if you like me i want you to I say want, you like me i want you, you want to wanna pursue me i want you to pursue me i don't want to like have to play games or drop hints for you to be like Come oh, get what you do want. You like, do you want me? Then come get it. Yeah, yeah. Don't wait for me to like say, hey, I like you. Like, I don't want to lead you into that. Like, I want you to know for sure. Yeah. That you and like I me. think that women, when we overexert ourselves or we are the pursuer, then it kind of makes the man feel comfortable. Like, oh, babe, right, babe. I got her. Exactly. Yeah. Now let me, because y'all, well, so they say men need the thrill of the chase. They need to feel like it's you know, they're accomplishing something and conquering it. So if you just give it Every to time them, I've been mean, they've been on my ass. It, okay. <laughs> I mean, how do you guys see that? I mean, obviously you guys are married, so you can say from your perspective. Even, of even they, the fact that they're married, yeah, I want to know, like, how was that experience? Like, because obviously our wives won. Like, they, they actually got y'all, right? So did they kind of make it a little tough for y'all? Or were they kind of like just head over heels and you was like, all right, well, just, like, how'd that work? <laughs> Who pursued who? I'm, I'm more vulnerable than my wife. Wow. So she's very stone cold. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't express her feelings. 
in 16 years of marriage, she she has never said we need to talk. Wow. That's crazy. She has what? never said what? Because I've said that every other day. <laughs> every other day. <laughs> we need to talk. We need to talk every 45 minutes. Oh, well, Come here. Right. I, I feel like that's why I give so much. I, and I call it human physics. Like, if you chase, they run. And if you pull back, they come. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the thing about it is, is as a man, if we're vulnerable and we're giving, 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 we actually set a level of expectation that a woman cannot meet because she gets so comfortable and spoiled that she doesn't reciprocate mm-hmm. because she's receiving, receiving, receiving. But then if the man pulls back and he's like closed down and shut down, then she comes and rubs sure. his back. What's hey, how on? you doing? What's going what's on? Going Here goes some food. For sure, what's, what's going, going on? on? And so, yeah, I can differ. You're being weird to me. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the dynamic. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. Can we we cuddle? What about you, David? What about what was it like for you? I was about to say, David's like, I looked at her resume, her job reference. I'm extremely logical, man. So I'm always I'm always thinking with my head and not necessarily my heart. But again, like I was saying, I don't know that I have the tools to do anything other than that. Are you open to it, to receiving those tools and exploring that or no? Yeah, but I just, yes, I am. But it's like, where do you get them from? You have to start somewhere. Therapy. Yo, that's why even this, this conversation, like you're like, this is why I know when she sees it, we gotta have a talk. In his defense, I think this is dope because yeah, I'm sure there's important. a million black yeah. men out there that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm not Tony, I'm not Alex. Yeah. 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 I resonate I with that. How. I mean, yeah. yeah never been. And I think it's cool that you're open to the idea of it and even sitting down having this conversation based on vulnerability. And you're like, dangerous, don't do it. Zero stars. <laughs> yeah. You know? So this this is the first step, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. So what do you do? What am I supposed to do? But you're doing it now, though. I think mm-hmm. you being open about my experience is different. Accepting yeah. your truth. Mm-hmm. Accepting your truth. You're being vulnerable right now yeah. and saying, hey, I, I think logically, I don't let love lead me. Like, I yeah. thought that's being real. Yeah. And I think that there's, I think there's, there's value in that and there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. But I think that there also has to be a balance to everything. Yeah. I think it can't ever be more this than that. Oh, there has to be wisdom and logic yeah. and love and vulnerability. Yeah. And tr- like, you know what I mean? I think that there's ways to get a balance in that, but yeah. you just have to be open to at least exploring those questions. Why is it hard for me to vo- be vulnerable? What am I afraid of? Or was there you know? something that happened that made me be like, whoop, never doing that again? Yep. Like yep. like Alex was saying, like I expressed that, mm-hmm. one person ruined it, and now I'm conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Like even if I might want to share, don't, because yep. I know yep. I've been through that. Yeah. 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 I, I did get my first, I guess the first person that, I, like the first girlfriend that I had that I loved, uh, she did break my heart. And, but I never, I never said, you know what, this next person, I'm just going to be standoffish. Mm. It, it just, it's just happened how that it way. happened. Yeah, yeah. How it happened that way. But on top of that, even in my house, as I, as I, as I look back, we never really talked about how we felt in our mm. house. Like, Growing my up. Mother, my mom, dad, yeah. Same. We never, we never had conversations about, yo, how do you feel? 
Yeah. How did that make you feel? Like, what was going through your heart in that moment? We just never had that. I feel like a lot of us didn't have that. That is so common. I'm thinking. Yeah. What the hell were you thinking? You idiot. Being vulnerable. Are y'all single because of yourself? Or is it because of other people? I definitely. Like, are you the reason you're single? Or is it because of other people? For sure, both. For sure, me. I am I am a big issue. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out my femininity. I'm trying not to bring masculinity to relationships. I'm trying not I'm leading in business. It's like, yeah, you can't do that at the house. Right. You are not the entrepreneur leader here. Yeah. The CEO. You are the feminine woman. I'm trying to walk in my feminine and all the things and lose old traits that have caused me to make bad decisions in men. Chasing things that I know it's like mm, that's not truly what you're saying you want. You're attracted to that. Why are you attracted? Breaking it down. So I know I'm a, I'm an issue. Yeah. I am. I'm in a relationship right now and I have a good man, right? And it's causing, it's been a mirror to me to show me that, oh, you're not as good of a woman as you <laughs> That's real. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's because that of great. that, I am realizing if this doesn't work out, it's probably your fault. It's, wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like, of course, like not fidelity things. It's like I said, like realizing, like, dang, you don't know how to be corrected by a man. Mm. You and and the pushback or my lack of vulnerability. Mm. You know what I mean in this situation that because like you, I think relationships require that complete intimacy and mm. vulnerability, but it's about challenging yourself to get there. And then now that I'm in this space, I'm really uncovering and or trying to uncover some of the reasons why I have these roadblocks that are keeping me from being at their level, good being a better woman. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. I mean, yeah, I definitely, after going through my divorce and like starting therapy and like unpacking all of it, all the things, um, I definitely played a major role in the mismanagement of my position as a wife. Mm. Not that he, cause he has his own accountability to take on his part. But when I think about what a wife should do now, and I look back on how I handled certain situations or like how it feels to be a stay at home mom and you've been, you know, taking the kids to school all day and doing the laundry and cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids. And he walks in and I'm like, your son did this, the stove broke, the this, and he's just like, I just walked in the house. But for me, I'm like, yeah, and I've been here all day. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Join the party. You know what I mean? Like, just not taking into consideration what that was like for him. Or, you know what I mean? Or being able to even express that. Being vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't vulnerable to say, hey, like, this, is this how makes I feel. me feel super inadequate. I've never not had a job. Yeah. This makes me feel less than. This makes me feel like I have no worth. And I love those kids, but I feel like I'm useless. Yeah. Right now, you, you know what I mean. And, like, you go back and apologize. No. Oh, I mean, not in that post-divorce. way. But yeah, not post divorce. While we were divorcing, I I had a, a moment with him where I expressed certain things, not that specifically, but just certain things that I know that I could have participated in the healing, and I didn't participate because I was hurt. So I just decided not to participate. But just knowing that that's not what marriage is. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the person that is going to see the worst of you. And you're going to see the worst of them. And 
knowing how to fight through that, knowing how to encourage someone even when they're in the worst place. You know what I mean? Like I just, there's so many things that I wish I did then that would have made the end of this not so hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it would have still ended, but maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. It's painful. It was, it's painful. And I know that I participated in that pain, which is why I would never make myself to be a victim of it, even though hurtful things happened to me. But I know I participated yeah. in it. Like I know that my lack of communication, my lack of awareness, my lack of my selfishness, my resentment, you know, so many things played a part into it. Do y'all have men in y'all DMs that want y'all that y'all don't want? Uh, every day. Uh, absolutely. I don't have nobody in my DMs. I have yes, men you do. in you my DMs. You check the bag. Nobody in your DMs. There's somebody in those oh. DMs. You don't oh, want them. You got to go to the other, the other side. Have, yeah. I don't have you quality things. You got to go to the right side. I don't have any men in my DMs. That's the whole point. You say quality. Not not he said, do you have many or You can look in my DMs. I swear to God. They in there looking crazy. That's crazy. I swear. Crazy. No, go to you the request. Yeah. Go to it's the request. Gotta hit the request. Hold on, give it a second. It's somewhere, hey, beautiful, good morning. With zero followers, zero posts, holding it's a camera. Mad women in this place. Golly, that's crazy. No. No. Yeah, no. Oh, you meant like yes. somebody you. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I put the receipts out. Followers, zero. I'm just saying, I'm talking like, about not a bot, but like a real a guy. A real person. Y'all have regular guys. Like No, that. they're not regular. They're sitting on the bed with cats and they're like. <laughs> Spaghetti. I don't believe y'all. <laughs> and it's weird. They, they just they just went to so my never dance. a guy like Alex, like a no. guy like Alex in your DM. No, no quality. At the shows, don't nobody. It's all women at my shows. I'd be so mad. I love y'all. So your DM popping? <laughs> Not now. No, Bree used to have them in the DM. I did used to. Oh, you show him on Instagram. You show him. Yeah, I definitely am very open about my relationship in yeah. public. I want people to know, and that helps. I feel like, yeah. look, I have a man. Here leave he goes. Yeah, leave me alone. I yeah. don't want no. They don't be caring though. They don't, but still, it it, it helps some men like yeah, sway away. Maybe that's dignity. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Man, I'm a we being vulnerable, right? So I've only been in one relationship as an adult. Um, I've had one other situation where it was like almost there. It was like a two and a half year stint. <laughs> um, with me, man, like, I don't know if it's because I'm a cancer, but I don't play with my heart. And I'm not one of them dudes that can just jump from relationship to relationship mm-hmm. to relationship to relationship. I don't got a bunch of ex-girlfriends mm-hmm. and people that can mm-hmm. say they have me in mm-hmm. that way. Like, my heart and my energy is like so non-negotiable, bro. And I'm gonna just be real with you. Like with me, I think that I, I really live in this, we're only here one time model, right? Mm-hmm. Like we got one thing, we got one shot at this thing called life. And I'm very, very cautious on how I spend my one time on earth. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just see it, you know, I'm not gonna get specific, but I see like whether it's on TV, IG and even people that I've that I've known, I see people that are in these marriages mm-hmm. that are not happy. They're not. Oh my God, it's crazy. I've had I've had grown men pouring their heart out to me in my kitchen, crying. Yeah, not wanting to leave and go home, wanting to like find an excuse to like wait to go home, mm. and I just refuse to live your life mm-hmm. like that. I refuse I agree. to be that person. I agree. That's gonna be in an unhappy marriage because I got kids mm-hmm. with that person, or or because you don't want to be alone, or because I got peer pressure from mm-hmm. family. Or you're forty now, mm-hmm. I, like I got to live with that person, and 
I'm just at a point now where it's just like, you know, unfortunately, I didn't have the pleasure of meeting somebody before I got into the space that I'm in right now. So for me, it's just going to be a little harder because I already, I already built built all the stuff that already, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Especially for you as a man. Mm-hmm. So not even the cliche, oh, everyone, I don't feel like everybody just wants you for your bread, but it's just like, I got to have that third eye now because my, my information public record at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so, true. so for me, it's, it's, it's just going to take a, I don't, I don't want a perfect woman. I don't need a woman that's on my level. I don't need her to be successful, but you know, um, Yo, it's just, it's just a touchy subject for me, man. And I, I I fell into that, oh, you've been dating somebody for two years. Why you ain't making me a girl yet? Or why you ain't married them? And I'm just like, I had to really get to a point where it's like, yo, I'm not living my life for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it when I feel mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. I've loved somebody a lot, but I do not feel like I've been in love yet. What? Wow. That is so... But a I feel lot like of men say that. But, but, but I feel definition. like it's more of a risk for men, for black men. Well, not even just black men, but for men to be in love than it is for us because I feel like it's in our natural makeup to love. Like we are nurturers by chemical makeup. Like we're, that's who we are as women. But for a man, like. It's a big risk. It's, it's but it, and it's totally like not, it's, it's not. you don't feel like it's a risk. It's I the feel other like way it's around. It's so much of a risk for men. But you got to listen to what you just said. If a woman's natural state is to love, a, a relationship is a reflection of the man. So when we love, the woman is already created for love. So she reciprocates our love 10 times. Mm. The biggest risk is for a woman to love because men don't often give love. Wow. And that's why our relationships and marriages are terrible because women are giving love to men who have not loved. Mm. And they're giving themselves and the man is not being vulnerable. He's not being open and he's not being faithful. Yeah. So when a man tells you his marriage is miserable, ask him these questions. Do you watch porn? Mm. Do you masturbate? Mm. Do you smoke weed? Do you get drunk? Mm. Do you go to the strip club? Mm. Do you gamble? Mm. That's why your marriage sucks. Because a woman wants security. Mm. She wants trust. She wants honesty. She wants responsibility. She wants a man who her daughter can look up to and who her son can look up to. So guys hate marriage because they hate themselves. Mm. I think marriage is beautiful. It I is. Ask the married people, um, the married men, a question because you said something like, oh, I, I refuse to be in a marriage where I'm unhappy. And to me, that's on that's like so much responsibility because I can't promise that I'm always going to make, make you, you happy. happy. So yeah. that's the vulnerability. Like, will you leave me if we go through a year if of unhappiness? I, I think what he's explaining is like just staying for all the, the miserable mm-hmm. relationships that we see like on Instagram. Like he was saying, like, you look so happy. Y'all hate each other. Yeah. Y'all, are, y'all have y'all aren't but fixing that, anything. Y'all aren't. And I do know good do successful build, relationships too, though. For sure. For and sure. I'm just okay with waiting until I get that lady. Or get somebody you want to work like, You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with waiting. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying <laughs> the waiting. I'm asking about marriage. Like, is it fair to say or to give your marriage grace? Like, there will be seasons of unhappiness. And I don't think he's met that person that he's willing to go through those dark times and unhappy patches right. with. Right, right, right. To me, in love is like, yo, I cannot see me going through this thing called life without you. Like, that feeling right there. Right. 
You know mm. what I'm saying? And I and I and, and I'm very confident that I'm gonna achieve it because I have so much love in me. To give. Yeah. I really do. I can't mm. wait yeah. to be that man. Yeah. Because it's in me. I can't wait to do it. I already yeah. got it all played out in my head. <laughs> the type of husband I'm gonna be, the father That's I'm gonna so... be. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what's blocking you, man to man. Yeah. And this is what I've seen as a married man. What's blocking single men is your preferences. She's not gonna look how mm -hmm. she looks here. Mm -hmm. She's gonna be a few notches under that. And then the love, the protection, the provision is gonna bring her to the level that you envision. And you're not just saying physically, you're saying as the whole package. As a whole package. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's not gonna be there. But okay men are visual, so it's mostly physical. Okay. okay. But she also she not ass gonna ass be. Might not be that sad. <laughs> she might. <laughs> but, but it's gonna get you. But she ain't gonna be all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the longer you single, the more grandiose the vision gets. Or, mm -hmm. or, you become less mm -hmm. likely to compromise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All. for sure. But for sure. I see it with That's my, a when I was single and dating, and and of course, as a successful woman, you raise your standards. And so when I was yeah. dating other men on my level or even above me, I saw that the the more they had, the less they were willing to compromise mm -hmm. on any aspect of their life. It's like I've made this it here. I'm successful. I'm Alex Good Energy, and I have this and this and that. So why would I bend to I've you need to get with my program because mm. what I'm doing works. Partiality. Yeah. So that's, that's harsh reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. a fact. I was there from experience. That was like because like, we had Alex on the pod, and that's what he said. He was like, "Yeah, I need a woman to come help me with my purpose." Yeah. He's like, "I don't entrepreneur. You got your. I'm not trying to hear about your dreams." But we talked baby. about that in Vegas. Yeah, we did. Like that's, that's okay. And that's yeah. okay. That's I don't. Right. I don't need another. That's okay. Yeah. I need he's that like, support. I need. He's to, like, <laughs> I need you to come on and be a part of my purpose and what I got going. Support what I have going on. Mm -hmm. right. Really? 90%, right. 95 percent of my YouTube four hundred and fifty thousand people is women. Oh, really? mm -hmm. and I need to do an interview. I got. I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plethora of those women. Yeah. But it's just here and here that's not matching. Yeah. And that's why we got single men. Yeah. yeah it's more sure. than enough women. But Back yeah. to what you were saying about it might not look like what you think it will. You think a, a woman who's entrepreneur can't do that. Right? Until you get, like, for me instance, like me being on my own, y'all know, like in my own career field. And then I got with my boyfriend, and now recently we got back together, and he has this. After 15. 13. That's so crazy. Right? We've crazy. dated on and off for 13 years, right? right? So then now that he's in this time, the break apart, he's built this company. And now that I'm apart, I'm like, wow, I've never been so eager to help build a company even though I still I'm not abandoning my dream and my mm -hmm. but I can see me being an asset being yeah. a complete asset and a helpmate to his mm -hmm. purpose yeah. so you think it might not be a woman with entrepreneurship skills but it might be her entrepreneurship skills yeah. that come in to help what you've already I'm cool with challenges that. could be is that because you're so used to that the one person that could be that one the time she can't come over to your every beck and call or she mm -hmm. can't just go out of town with you because she got some work to do that mm -hmm. creates a strain because mm -hmm. like like tony said in your head you got this ideal person that when i say yo just pat pat don't we just, don't even pack your back we out yeah. for a week and they're like no i got i got work to do yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a it challenge. might not even be working. It might be, hey, my mom is sick and I need to go choose her this weekend. Oh, yeah. Or you know what I mean? It could be anything. Yeah, but that backyard gonna make it hard, bro. <laughs> <I don't lie. laughs>
That backyard is insane. Yeah, we're, we're right, literally yeah, shooting yeah. at Alex's house, and it looks like a resort. Yes. Yeah. In Miami. <laughs> we're in, in Atlanta. personal club sure. right now. Yes. You know, I just feel like it's possible for us to create a life like like your real life could be a vacation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want my kids to experience that when I so I yeah. just like I already got my kids room Aww, set up. Alex. You know what I'm saying? Like Come on, manifest. I'm ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it just it gotta be right. I am not playing with my heart. You know what I mean? I know I get it I'm you're not hundred percent guaranteed to get it right. Mm. I know that. But um, you know, not meeting my father and having that abandonment. Like that's really the reason I want the kids. Mm. Like I was always careful. Good for you. With you know that. the the intimacy yep. part of my yep. life because I'm like I got to stop. I got to break this now. Yeah. My family. Mm-hmm. You Good know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I I will be the, the the father that I didn't have. Good. I will be like it's. I'm uh, decided yeah. that you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And I can't wait, but we'll see what so, happens. So as black women, in <laughs> what way can um we help black men on this journey to being more vulnerable. Especially after you said there's a statistic that most men are not in love, like most men that are married have never been in love. Like that is warping my, I'm just like, that is insane. I believe it though too. That's not a statistic, that's just men in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's just- I believe it, I believe it. We we killers, we warriors, you know, just the same people that you sitting on top of a roof looking through a scope, blowing somebody's brains out for a country that may not even love them. Mm. And then that same person is supposed to come home and drop everything and be vulnerable. Mm. And then Mm. the woman wants to be protected and to be provided for, but you can't be on the front line if you weak and open and scared. Mm -hmm. So it's a hard balance for a man Mm -hmm. to find, how can I be vulnerable, but yet be a protector? So how do we create that space for y'all? It's, go ahead. I don't have the answer. Okay. So I think mm. what, what works for me and my wife is we are learning each other. So in the beginning, it was, so tell me how you feel. Tell me, nah, tell me what's going on. I could tell something's up. Like, tell me what's wrong. And I don't want to share. And then it becomes an argument. Mm-hmm. But as we mature, if I don't want to share, she lets me not share. Mm-hmm. And when I'm ready, I can come. Right? So it's... It's learning the other person. Right? Recent. I so. gotta get off his back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally yeah. had this argument no, me, two days ago. Like, don't tell me what's like, wrong. Like you, he was like, you cannot force me to talk to you when you want me to talk mm, to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to force you. I'm trying to help you. Like, yeah, yeah. but it's like, no, you're making, you're trying to get me to have this conversation. I'm not ready I'm to have this ready. conversation. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Trust me. And you all take it from me, a single man or a dating man. Leave them alone. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, mm-hmm. because the conversation yep. can go left. It does if you yeah. have it at the wrong time. I've had a situation happen recently where I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. Something happens at 5 p.m. on a Thursday, and I'm feeling some type of way. And I'm a really great communicator. Like I'm really good at expressing myself and talking. But in this situation, I, I said, you know what? We normally text. Good night every night and all that good stuff. I did not do it that night mm-hmm. and I did not talk to her. Mm-hmm. And then the next, I, I slept on it. The next morning I woke up, I had my acai bowl. <laughs> I had my chef come over. You know what I'm saying? I had my slaves watch my dog. Nah, real talk. After I had my acai bowl. <laughs> massage and my daily facial. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I don't need that bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, I had my acai bowl and I just, <laughs> all right, cool. And I made the call. 
And we had an amazing conversation. Mm-hmm. But I know that if we would have had that conversation in that moment, it, went a total it wouldn't have went like yeah. that. And she didn't pressure you to have it. She had a choice. Yeah. I, was, I didn't I answer the phone. I yeah, went left on that so many times. I was like, oh, wait for the And been participating in the ag- like agitation of it. Yeah. And I think that there can be a balance in it by saying, hey, can we agree on a time? That I can give you that space. And can we agree that after that time we can check back in and maybe if you're at a place that we can have the conversation, then we have it. But if you're not in that place, then maybe we set another timer. So maybe it's a day, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's 48 Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. But I think for people like me and you, because it's like a let's like if I'm in a if don't tell me that you're mad about something and then don't talk. And then you want to wait a day. I don't. I I I can't. can't, That gives me anxiety. Or you walk around the house acting like something wrong, but you won't tell me what's wrong. That's like that can drive a lot of anxiety. But you can just say, hey, all right, I get that you might need space. But we're both in this relationship. I need a conversation. You need space. So let's agree on a time that you're. We can compromise. We can do both. I got something for you. You have to have this conversation that we're having right now with your guy, when nothing's going on. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Not in the conflict. Or just suppressing the need to know in the moment and saying, "Yo." Give yeah, him yeah. space. Okay. And guess what? And he has. Exactly. I got to get that Bruh, same energy. Telling I got to make sure that if the roles are reversed, I can accept what I'm giving out too, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we have a conversation while we're in a good space. Like, look, mm-hmm. there the might be a situation thing. that we have. We fall out about. This something. is what we're doing. If I'm not ready to talk, just understand. I'll use the example I just gave y'all. Mm-hmm. So now, if it does happen, now you remember. Ah, right, you know what? This this is one of those things he talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait till tomorrow. Not after, even after he good, has his you ball. That's what I'm saying. Not even in a good space when it happens. Yeah. Just be mature enough to say, "I'm going to let this pass," because it's like internally, I have so much to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to get it. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> you and it's, 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 it's hard. Just getting your shit it. off, and it's not progressive. Yeah. It's, it's not productive. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm gonna tell you sure. two things that helped me. And one, my dad taught me. He said. In a time of peace, prepare for war. Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's what you just described. When nothing's going on in peace, you yep. prepare for war. The other thing comes from behavioral science. Me and my wife worked in a group home, and it has forever affected our marriage because in behavioral science, you learn two things. If a person is not harming you or harming themselves, but they're showing a maladaptive behavior, like walking through the house mad, sitting and pouting, but they're not hurting themselves and they're not hurting you. You ignore, then you redirect to another topic, another conversation. When they pick up there, then you reinforce. Mm. The opposite is if they are hurting you or hurting themselves, then you stop the behavior then you redirect them to a new behavior and then you reinforce that behavior. Mm -hmm. So when I'm walking through the house pouting, because my wife knows, yeah, you know, like if I'm just, meaning like if I'm just sitting there, I'm looking mean, she will ignore me, (laughs) then she will redirect, you want something to eat? I was just about to say that you want something to eat. Then she will reinforce when I say, yeah, I want something. If I say no, she'll say, okay, cool. And then she'll sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. 
And then that makes me open up mm -hmm. because she's not reinforcing mm -hmm. my maladaptive behavior. It takes so much. In, it, but uh, y'all reinforcing the behavior. So now it makes the man want to keep pouting yeah. and yes. keep acting up yeah. because he gets attention from y'all when he show that face. Yeah. Ooh, so wow. So but is it, is it setting those kind of boundaries or setting like, not rules, but I guess they would be boundaries of like, okay, cool. If like, if, I have a hard time of saying what's wrong in the moment. So if you ask me what's wrong, my first initial answer is gonna be nothing. I'm good. I'm good, nothing. Mm -hmm. That's my first initial answer because I don't know how to say, it's, it feels too complicated for me to be like da 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 da, right? But I need it to be checked in the way of like, okay, if you don't wanna talk about it, that's fine, but you're not going to walk around here with an attitude. So take yourself somewhere. If you need time, take yourself somewhere. Don't be here if you're not ready to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that would be a thing for me. Like, don't, if you need space, take the space, but don't be in my space. Yeah. So it's go to another room? Like yeah. Yeah, go to another room. Or leave the house, go on a walk. That's not fair, though. That's not fair. Mm. Because it's his or, house. Or, or I will leave. Like, somebody needs to separate. I don't, yeah. But and it's me, not fair, though, because see. you have to be able to give someone their space, meaning if they want to sit there and pout, but they don't want to talk about it, then let him sit there and pout. But when you tell him to remove himself, you're saying, make me comfortable. Mm. I'm saying, I'm I'm uncomfortable. saying that's what I've gotten on my side. Like, cause if I'm not she ready to talk about that, person. I've been that person that's like, I don't want like nothing, but it's cause I'm not ready to talk about something. But I know that my entire demeanor. And you saying the man telling you if you don't want to talk. I'm him. saying I can see how that's fair to be like, well, go take yourself somewhere then. If you're not ready to talk about it, then leave. Like well, go see, remove yourself. Don't just be sitting here pouting because you're, but you're saying that's okay to pout. Yeah. yeah. And like and let then, a person be in that space. And also we have to understand that we're not to fix everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your presence is healing. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's sitting there and pouting and you're like, well, if you don't want to talk, get away from me or I'm, or I'm leaving. No, if you sit there right yeah. there in it with them, yeah. they and, will start to heal the opposite of that? and grow. Because I'm a person that I am anxious if you're pouting. I cannot yeah, walk too. on eggshells. What is wrong? I'm, I can't just go eat. And I I'm anxious. It. And that comes from my childhood of going through that with the person that raised me. So that's trauma with me. You're pouting. I'm anxious. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. I'm, what do I say? What do I? So now I'm going through a whole emotional roller coaster because you're not talking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so what does this person do? Now you know your pain point. So once you identify your pain point, now that's what you know you have to work on. So what you do is when he's pouting, you sit right there beside him and support him. You, you watch oh, TV. Lord. You write there. <laughs> I'm like, what? But, but when you do that, now your brain rewires. You build new patterns. Mm -hmm. So the next time it gets easier and it gets easier and it gets easier. But if you escape it, for both people. right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, let me ask you, yep. are you, are you doing it because why, why are you getting anxious if he comes home and he's just- I'm not even just talking about with a guy. Just I'm talking about in general. In general. But I'm saying, let me, let me ask you, why, why do you feel that way? I could say for me, that's what I was going to say for me is I feel like the need to fix it. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, you, I don't, I feel like if I, if, if you're pouting your friend, lover, mm -hmm. whoever, if you're going through something and I, I visibly can see you're bothered mm -hmm. and I ignore it to me, they're saying, I don't give a fuck. So I never want the person who's going through it to feel like I don't care enough to try to get it or try to fix it. Yeah. But, but no, we're not saying don't ask. But we're saying when they Once say, it's ignored. I don't want to talk <laughs> yes. about it, then you 
don't I'm, continue I'm gonna say to pressure. This, yo. Like, it's okay sometimes to just sit in silence. Like, I'm, a, I'm like the king of that. We can sit here, we ain't got to talk. But what I do realize is that it takes a lot of energy to be like upset. It takes a lot of energy to like keep that pouting going on. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's almost like a baby that's crying. You ever just let them cry it out? Let them cry. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta let you just gotta wait it out. Yeah. And, and eventually it's like, all right, man, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I've done that before too. Like everything yeah. don't gotta be an argument. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you sometimes, sometimes you just get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think it's just important because no, even no answer that we give is going to fix somebody's situation if their person isn't like that. Because we might say, okay, well, somebody's power, you just got to let them yeah. go. Well, that person might be acting like that so that you can come fix it, yeah. right? right? So I think... And you got to learn that person. You got to learn. Yeah, you got to learn it. Yeah, you got you to have the conversation. It's like you start these patterns and it's like, they're doing the psychological thing. Right. <laughs> they're going to make their food. But like, exactly. even, even when it's like, yo... Yeah, Game. Yeah. Asking the person, what do you want me to do? Now they're going to make their food and sit there. Now I have to go. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> good. But sometimes, but sometimes I feel like it's okay that it's like that until you build the pattern. Yeah. I think that I think like we're trying to go after perfection instead First of try. just practicing. Yeah. Like just practice. Like maybe it will turn out great. Maybe it will turn out bad. But that's the vulnerability in it. It's like we are never going to achieve perfection. Mm-hmm. We're going to fuck up, all of us. We're going to mess up. We're going to hurt each other. I'm going to say something wrong. You're going to say something wrong. I'm going to say something wrong. Mm-hmm. They are going to... We're all putting... We're vulnerable yeah. every day. We're spend. on social media. We're not... We're vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I've, and this is something I'm going to go home and practice when I get home, but I've never asked my wife... In this scenario, because it comes up where... I'm just having a day. I don't want to be bothered. She's asking me, what do I got to, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I never asked her what she wants to happen in this scenario, or we create some sort of standard. And she never asked me either. She never said, hey, when you come home like this, what, what do you, you want, want me, me to, to do? do? Yes. And if she asked me that question, do you even when know? you're doing this, right, what are you hoping that I do? Mm-hmm. And maybe in the scenario, it comes to my mind and say, well, I just need a hug. I just need to make sure I didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I can come over like, hey, yep. it's not on you. A lot of stuff going on. I just mm-hmm. want to, then I feel safe to say, this is what's happening because I know the result. Yeah. But you have to have that conversation. Have and both conversation. people have to know their, yep. their, play, like, what's your role? 100%. I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and you're agreeing mm-hmm. to do this. You're just and leave me all alone we're going like to do that. is practice it and, 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 pra- and like commit yeah. to the That's practice of yep. it. But both people have to be willing to have the conversation and both people have to be willing to play a part. Because it's not on me to make you comfortable and it's not on you to make (laughs) me comfortable. It's on both of us. And after it happened two, three times, you can't start getting tired of the way things are planning out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's our anxiety. Like, okay, I'm going to let it ride this time. Mm -hmm. The second time, okay. Mm -hmm. You're on your third time, bro. (laughs) We're going to talk. What's up? Yeah. We got to keep walking around here with no attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Y'all, well, this was a good-ass conversation. Yeah. Good. Have you been dreaming of starting a podcast just like this one and you haven't been able to figure out how to do it? Don't let the fear of the unknown stop you from using your voice, your story, and your expertise in your field to impact the world. I'm Carla Bomeris, and I have helped over 800 people that look and sound just like us launch their own podcast. I'm also the producer of the Know For Sure podcast and many of your favorite pods. I have a special offer for the No For Sure listeners. 50% off my signature course, Launch Your Podcast in 30 Days, is the exact same blue.
blueprint and formula that I used to launch and produce Know For Sure. You'll learn how to go from idea to launch in 30 days, including recording, editing, publishing your show to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and all the platforms. And of course, how to monetize your show. Visit ideatolaunchpodcast.com today and use code KFS50 for the self-paced course. I'm looking forward to welcoming you to the Idea to Launch podcast family. Y'all already know how we end every episode. We end with what do I know for sure after this vulnerability table talk and what am I saying no to for sure. Mm. So a hard no, a hard non-negotiable N-O and what do I know for sure after this talk? Well, uh, I'll, I'll start with a I know for sure that I need to be a better communicator. Okay. Um, even when I don't want to communicate, it's like communicating what to do when I don't feel like communicating. I think I need to do that uh, now. And what am I saying no to for sure? I would love sure. David scream just once. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is your raising your voice sound like? You're so Don't like, do that. Sa- I know he's like, uh, he has the same tone. He's so chill. Them. So chill. Yeah. No, really, I don't even yell at my daughter. Like, I'm like, hey, stop. <laughs> hey, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You have to. And stop. if she doesn't listen, I hit her. <laughs> I, not I hit her. I, I smack her in the ground. I be on them thighs. <laughs> but I'm trying to teach her that I don't need to raise my voice to, to let you know. Get, get my point across. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, but I'm saying no to for sure. Like we're not, we're not. I'm not giving up on growing as a person. I just know I got so many issues, man. That, <laughs> that um, I've never talked about I do, anyone. I do. <laughs> um, but I, I've never like really spent time to identify why I am the way I am. I just accepted this is who I am. And yeah. It's pretty cool because my wife has accepted me too, which is why I think we're working well. Mm-hmm. But um, I am I'm not giving up on um, on growing as a person. That's good. Love that. Love that. Alex? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for sure, especially after this conversation, um, the power of just talking. And I, and, and I always, y'all asked earlier, you know, who has a therapist? And I quickly said, no, I don't have one. You know what I mean? But just even talking and even some of the things that I revealed in this, in this conversation let me know, like, damn, just talking sometimes. It's um, healing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it definitely helps and it, it, it makes you realize, like, oh, shoot, like, I do need to work on this, you know what I'm saying? So I know for sure now that I definitely want to get a therapist. Ah, did this send a black man to therapy? Yeah. We just sent a black man to therapy on No For Sure Pop. <laughs> 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 the last yes. We just sent a black man to therapy. therapy. Yeah, yeah you lie. can go to. I've always said, I, I always toyed with it and said it, but now I've, I've confirmed love, it within I myself. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. About hearing what the therapist has to say, but sometimes you talk yourself into yeah. your own answers and yeah. revelations yep. from getting it out. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You're about to get a million DMs, my brother. You really? <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> 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 every time I say something about working out, I get a million DMs from the trainers. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, oh. no, no, um, just uh, uh, neg- again, what I said earlier, like I'm not negotiable. I'm not negotiating my happiness. I'm not negotiating my one time on earth and. And and because nobody's responsible for our happiness but us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I am saying no to negotiating my happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Tony. Um, I would say I know for sure that there can be victory in vulnerability. Mm, oh, and that. that we don't always have to lose when we're vulnerable. Mm. And what I'm gonna say no to is uh, ego. 
mm-hmm. because I feel like by crucifying the ego, it'll allow me to communicate more effectively mm-hmm. and get ahead of things like preparing in the time of peace. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I, learned oh so much from you guys. I know. Breezy? Okay, I know for sure that I need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I know, know for sure that I can sometimes be the problem. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Play as fuck up too. <laughs> and I am saying no to settling and stopping there. Like settling in the chaos or settling in the, okay, now that I know that I can be the problem, I'm going to say no to just sitting in that. I'm going to work to, you know, grow and develop my relationship skills because ultimate goal is to be married and to have the love of my life. So whether it's this relationship or not, I still need these skills Mm -hmm. so I can't stop here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I know for sure that... I'm going to tap into more of my feminine energy and lead and create safer spaces for black men and work on me so that I can cultivate that vulnerability energy, pull it out of my man. Women got power, y'all. And I know we got it, but we got to tap into it. So I know I need to work on that and stop being so all the time. Um, It's like, bite my tongue. Um, What am I saying no to? I'm saying no to shutting down based on being hurt Ooh. like shutting down putting those walls up i'm i'm gonna keep trusting keep going keep being vulnerable and taking that risk on vulnerability and love good 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 um what i know for sure is um i'm super grateful to have the men here to share that vulnerability so on camera and so to good. like tap into that in different ways, like how each of you have different perspectives. Like I know for sure, like I'm super appreciative of that and would love to see that be perpetuated from this. Like I want to see more men be vulnerable in more conversations like this, where we're not screaming at each other. We're not throwing water at each other and being like, fuck you and, you know, cussing each other out. But we're just having like intelligent conversations and learning from each other. So I know for sure I appreciate that. I'm going to say no to, um, I'm going to say no to, I don't really want to say no to this, but I'll be vulnerable and say no to shutting down my vulnerability. I think my vulnerability is part of my gift, and I think that it causes me to be hurt a lot, and it makes me not want to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to be less vulnerable, but I know that it's part of my gift. So I'm going to say no to, like, being jaded and hurt mm-hmm. and being, you know what I mean? And just like not wanting to be vulnerable. I'm gonna say no to that. This is great. Vulnerable on three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanna say this And you know, I've done a, I've done a lot of interviews, podcasts, et cetera. Um, but my favorite ones are the ones where like after five minutes you forget the cameras in. Yeah. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those conversations. Thank you. you know so I appreciate you. y'all oh, yeah. for staying you. <laughs> yeah. watching. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you, David. Yes, yes you guys. Alex, good energy. Tony, Gatton. make sure you follow these All amazing black men that are and doing Brie amazing Renee things. And Brie Renee. <laughs>
This is great. She's at this point the third host of right. this podcast. We have been on so many episodes. Thank you guys for watching, tapping in vulnerability, tapping into your vulnerability, black men and black women. Um, I'm B. Simone. I'm Megan Ashley. We love you guys. No, for sure. Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag KnowForSurePod on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod.